welcome everyone who's here. Thank you for taking your time to be here to listen about our chat throughout 2021 planning. And as we can wait to um, a few seconds, people to hop on in. So before we start talking about 2021 planning, I'd like to introduce ourselves. So if you want to go ahead, Marcella. Can I start? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, Heather. Um, I'm super excited for this. And um, I'm Marcella for everyone who's watching. Uh, my Instagram handle is taken by me straw. Um, I'm originally from Florida. I currently live in Oregon. Um, the Portland area specific. Yeah, what else? Um, my nine to five. I'm a tech researcher. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just really excited to do this. Um, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll go into myself. Um, I'm from like I'm Heather Diaz. I'm 32. I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, like. And you know, go Rockets, go Astros, go Texans, well, kind of. <laughs> and it's um, kind of known as like that to me, like it's like concrete jungle and it's really humid, hot. And like I grew up yeah. like recreational sports. So that's like basketball, volleyball, all that fun jazz, but because that has AC in it, you know, we play inside. <laughs> it's really hot outside. And, yeah. and I got into running. Um, and, and that's, I fell in love with that because of, you know, being outside. And I just love that aspect and also that part of being an individual sport and also that time period when like Destiny's Child was kind of been kind of going through it's kind of from Houston. I was like, I'm an independent woman, a woman and I can go outside and run and be outside as long as I want and not come like, out of sight when I come back. So I was like really loving that. And then I fell in love with the outdoor community for running. I made some of the bestest friends from that. Like my friend Megan, Janelle, Jackie, we're still best friends to this day. And I love that part. And then um, I stick with it. And then I moved around um, to San Antonio for a year, back to Houston, went to Austin for grad school. And then I, felt, I went to San Francisco because I followed my career for marketing and advertising. And I just stuck to running um, because it's what I knew. Like I was very like familiar. I didn't like think about hiking because I felt like kind of inaccessible in a sense because it felt like some sort of elite sport. And I was like, whatever, like, um, I'll just take my running and just go on my own. And that's how yeah. I kind of fell. And then I kind of fell into hiking, um, like 2015 when I, and I go into that, like why I got into hiking. So go into that, I got into hiking because like, um, cause I, cause then like, you no, know, Steven, my boyfriend asked me to go to hike for our first date. And I was like, okay, okay, but <laughs> yeah. I'll go on our second, like, let's, I'll just meet for coffee and then I'll go on a hike because you know I'm not familiar with hiking and I was like I'm not gonna go in like some random place I've never been with this yeah like, maybe he's a creeper or something right so, yeah it's like a bit of yeah. <laughs> but the thing about that was that um was that he like saw that I was like I had this background of being a runner and you know like like being fit like being like just working out so he never questioned my ability he supported me and he was educating me and it was the coolest thing because he just kind of guided me and just knew that like and you know and then you know I asked questions he answered but it was the greatest thing ever because I like I felt like a passion for the outdoors I always had it just was there I just didn't I know you can like go and slow the walk and like just take a like you know just take your time so it's the coolest thing ever and then we ended up doing the PCT and the craziest thing about that I had three backpacking trips in my life and I ended up hiking like 2300 miles which was insane yeah. but um, that kind of goes with doing research because I felt like as a newbie like like I mean, the, I felt like this is a new, like, like a felt like a new life skill, and that's how I felt like 
what it was. And I was like, okay, I'm going to practice and go a lot of practice. I'm going to do a lot of research. That's all I can do. And that's what you do for anything. You just got to, you know, you research heck out of it, learn about the gear, learn about the world. And then that's how I kind of got into it. It was kind of pretty cool. But that's about how I got into hiking. Yeah. No, I was going to say the how I got into hiking was actually pretty different. Um, it was just kind of on a whim. So, um, right, like being from Florida, um, also from a tropical climate, it, it's the flattest state in the U.S. So yeah, um, any rigorous hiking has to, it becomes rigorous because of the heat, not because of uh, elevation, altitude, right? Um <laughs> Growing up, uh, most of what we did with my family outdoors, kind of like you were saying too, like mm. sports was a big thing. Um, but going to the beach was always kind of what, mm. um, like a great way that we always recreated outdoors, right? Um, that, um, and honestly, also just gardening. Um, that's a whole separate thing. But um, I moved up north um, to. Uh, I guess the New England area, New York and New Jersey for college and grad school, um, where I met my partner. And honestly, we missed a lot of opportunities to go hiking. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't start hiking until grad school. Um, mm -hmm. He went to California, I was in New Jersey, and I don't know, I was visiting him one day and we were just like, we should try this hiking thing. <laughs> Awesome. Like, kind of like that. Out. Let's just try it out. Um, and like you, like we did some research. Um, <laughs> we just did some research, and I don't know. Like we made a bunch of mistakes our first time. Um, yeah, but that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot, we do a lot of things differently today. Um, yeah, yeah. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it changes though. Like but it's all good. It's like all a learning curve. Yeah, it totally was. And I think in a, in a lot of ways, uh, we were able to, you know, um, rely on each other for a lot of things. Because once you're out there, uh, you kind of have to rely on the other person. So mm -hmm. instead of really being kind of put off by all of the different problems we had, which we can talk about, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> we were just like, no, next time we're going to do this better. And just sleeping out camping, hiking all day for a few days is super nice. So exactly. um, we've been doing it for about seven years. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. For my experience, I also missed out on hiking when I was here because I moved here in 2012. And then I started camping, I think, in 2014. Um, you know, a friend reached out to this bucket list group and was like, we're all going to do one thing we've never done before. And that was like camping. And that was so cool being with a group of people that never has camped before. And then you felt really like normal. And I kind of, you know, no idea what's going on. But yeah. it was kind of cool. So it was kind of cool having that experience. But then like having like Stephen, like that was the one having someone push me to keep going out. And that was so cool. But I missed out on two or three years. So if anyone has like who missed out on that and don't be yeah. ashamed at all like don't um no <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean and I wasn't familiar with it like how else like I mean I just thought it was just some like elite group like I mean I did not want to be involved and then I realized <laughs> that no like I should it's meant like you know this is for everyone and I guess we can go to like 21 21 planning and kind of like you know I guess that when the first takeaways I want to say that if you're thinking about like planning a trip like a camping trip even a day hike, but, you know, backpacking trip, like, put a date on it. Like, I really recommend yeah. you doing that. And 
Um, one of the biggest things that you should know is that a lot of campsites, you can book a campsite and even backpacking trip six months in advance. So today's at the, it's the December 10th. That means you can yeah. book a trip through June 10th. And even the June 10th, you can book it for like a week. So if you go on the website, you can see that even like June 10th afterwards, it's all sold out. I was actually kind of upset because that I'm having some troubles with Yosemite right now. But there's yeah. some, like, not everyone's treated the same, but check your permit dates. It's so important. But even for like backpacking, some of them are like a prime ones, like in the Sierra, like that just goes out, like concert tickets. It's just like, poof, like gone. And yeah. you're like, I really want to stay, but it's gone. But like, I have to think about that. And so please, like, you you need to think about it. And even with the hotspots, like Sierra's, like Sierra's hotspot, Yosemite hotspot, Big Sur, like you want that Big Sur trip, like, Put it like a calendar note yeah. and bookmark it because it's going to go out fast, like hotcakes and concert tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and, um, not just that. So here um, in the Portland area, a huge, huge hotspot or popular space is Multnomah Falls. Um, <laughs> it's like the place to go visit because it's like 30 minutes away from <laughs> the city. Um, and recently, because of COVID, there's a ticketing system to visit now, or at least there was oh. for a while. They like bring it back and either way, they're like limiting how many people can visit a day mm. and how many people can visit at any given time. Um, and it gets incredibly crowded. So again, like, like you were saying, um, it's really good to just have a plan um, yes. to exactly. ha like have a, a schedule sort of. Yes, and these, like, even, like, I set a goal, if you pick one or two trips, that'd be good. And I think that for now, if you want to do that, or just even the, the hot ones, and the other one for Yosemite, I want to let you know that they, if they haven't done it, like, differently, I know, like, the things the 14th, you can book for, like, mid-April to mid-May. And even that, like, we book mid, mid look at mid-April, it's going to be available soon. It's all sold out because people book their camping trips for two weeks. So half of those trips are gone. So you like it, it makes it really a lot more challenging to book something and some people don't tell you these things too. i get really upset i think they just want the giving thought to themselves but like but yeah just that that's another thing too uh, like you know, be on top of those um being top of those permit dates and those camping dates but not all parks are like that um so yeah local, definitely not like i just booked one I booked one at a nearby park. It was like uh, El Diablo State Park, and um, they had them for February. So like, it was the first week. Oh, of okay. Yeah, some parks are just closed too for the for right now for the winter season, also due to COVID. But um, yeah. I booked one, and I just booked one, and that's the only thing I booked. Just to let you guys know. And <laughs> that's <laughs> probably a good thing. <laughs> I know it's kind of funny though, because I want to plan all these trips. But I got like I've been getting so psyched, like just. I had just been like getting overwhelmed. I'm like, well, this, this can happen. This can happen. But like, it's like, I just thought the one trip for now and then also birthday trips, like that's the thing too. You don't want to. Nice. Yeah. Um, but that happened. Um, but have you like planned anything more? So like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we've been really hesitant, especially after this year to plan anything. <laughs> um, like for me, I, I think one of the things I've learned about planning this mm -hmm based on this year is to be incredibly flexible, to have a plan B, a plan C sometimes, a plan D sometimes. That plan yeah. D might be turn around and come back yeah. the next day. Um, that's more for um, day trips, but because mm -hmm. like 
especially recently, you've been taking a lot of day trips just because we don't want to travel too far. Um, and we want to have that flexibility of, oh, you know, this area is suddenly more restricted or the weather here is really bad because it rains here a lot, right? Um, so having multiple plans or having contingency plans yes. um, is has been um, kind of the main reason why we haven't really looked into booking anything. Mm -hmm. um, we really wanted to go to Eastern Oregon this year um, for a multi-day camping trip. Mm -hmm. um, and so we might try to do that next year. Um, and also with the winter coming, uh, my partner and I were both into skiing, snowboarding. So um, that's, that's something that should be really fun. Like we already checked them. There is already, I don't know, several feet of snow on the mountain and stuff like that. So that's um, awesome. I guess like other that's something where uh, it's like um, there are actually many things I want to like, you know, further talk about with that. Um, and one thing is that they're having the eight having the B, C, D plan, like, please do have that because a lot of these places are now getting filled up quickly. Yeah. Um, and sometimes yeah. the parking lot gets full, like, and you can get turned around. So it's really important to, like, have that or just get there early. Um, yeah. I'm just like, getting them early. I'm an early bird, like, getting there crack of dawn when it, it opens. <laughs> but if you, yeah. get, if you are not, like, a early bird and you plan to get there later, just, you, you sh even, like, even getting early, like, I know you had a story recently. Yeah. I we oh. like exactly what you're saying we showed up and it was thanksgiving day so i mean is and also near the multiple falls area which is very popular um i think just a lot of people wanted to go out it was actually a pretty nice day um mm -hmm. like it wasn't sunny but it was pacific northwest nice um and so um yeah we showed up pretty early i mean around 8 a.m and the parking lot was full um so we actually had to drive a few loops um we know that a lot of people go there mostly for taking pictures and just kind of walking around the base area um and not like a fuller longer hike up around that area mm -hmm. um so waiting it out really helped we found a parking spot um everyone was being pretty courteous about masks mm -hmm. and stuff like that but it was <laughs> we yeah. were this close to turning around and saying oh, wow. maybe tomorrow. So yeah, and, and, um, yeah, it didn't happen, you know. And but just but that's another part too with like you know other takeaway besides you know like you know trying to put a date on it um, as soon as you can, especially for this bigger trip. So the bigger destinations you want to having a plan, having a plan B, C, D is another one. Is always do your research. That is so important. Like it's extremely important, especially yeah. now. And that's just not doing research like on an app like an app is great i like it but like even like traps like all, all trails to me it's like i view as like a yelp yeah. like a PDF. yeah it's, it's kind of <laughs> yeah you get user reviews it could be biased but then it's like wikipedia because it's all user generated and this mm -hmm. is not stuff the content that is provided by the specific agency park it's not please yeah. remember that like so things are updated but it's like it's not regulated but the people that are running it. So it's really yeah. important to cross check your information because things are changing all the time. Like even this place nearby because of the new COVID, like we're in a different, like the county is issuing its own mm -hmm. restrictions. Um, this place nearby, it's now it closes at 4 p.m. So like if wow. you don't, 
so yeah, because he scores sunset because people go to watch a sunset, they hang around. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know that, you're going to plan to go and you can't go. But it's a, but that's one part of the research, like knowing like the hours closed, checking the entrances, see that the entrances are open or closed. It, there's like so much, but please cross check your information. Yeah. Um, that's other so it's yeah i i used to only look at all trails um and even that's pretty recent um most of the time like national parks have really good uh um like trail maps and trail mm -hmm. guides um they'll give an estimated difficulty mm -hmm. and distance and all these things right and how long it should take you if you're going mm -hmm. I, I can never really know, like, okay, if I'm going to take a thousand pictures, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's right. really going to take me two hours. But, um, yeah, like you were saying, I totally agree, like, cross-checking um, the, uh, what's it called, the U.S. Forest Service and USDA pages for national forests, which we go to a lot because um, we have dogs, and dogs <laughs> aren't allowed <laughs> in a lot of uh, national parks. So it's important for us to have these other options. Um, so yeah, we always check there because something else that I found recently is that um, all trails and these kinds of apps don't always reflect the closure situation. <laughs> um, if a trail is closed or if like a specific portion of the trail is closed, <laughs> but the trailhead leads to other trails and so it is open. Um, so yeah, I, I can't emphasize enough. I totally agree. Like doing research, it takes time. It's not necessarily the most fun part of the travel um but it's absolutely necessary especially during covid mm -hmm. and it helps you make you like set up for success and so i think about it anything yeah. like being able to any other life school anything you do you 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 plan you prepare and you do your research and if you really want this trip to happen you gotta like you know check every single item in your checklist you just gotta cross it out because like if you want this to happen and be successful you will and there's gonna be a lot of lots of road bumps, um, even cancellations. Um, just be prepared for that. I was gonna say that with playing the B A B C D E, playing all those, and that can be related <laughs> to yeah. even the seasonal. Like that's something that I would, you know, whether it's COVID seasons, whether it's snow, whether it's yeah. fires, like that's something that you have to be you know, prepared for. That yeah, all happen. Like everything happened last year. I, I couldn't even imagine. Even like, like believe my eyes, <laughs> like everything that you could think of happened. Uh, yeah, I mean, we like just to give a quick anecdote. Like, we had a camping trip planned in September around Labor Day, and Oregon was on fire. Pretty much all of Oregon, um, which is horrible. But we weren't going to go camping. Um, I mean, for several reasons. But I mean, you have to. We didn't cancel our trip until two or three days before, because we wanted to wait out the situation and see if it was going to get better. Um, so just, yeah, be prepared to yeah, keep prepared. on making these sort of short-term decisions. Um, exactly. And that's another thing like um, we talked about earlier is that because of all these restrictions and everything's closing, opening, you don't know what's going to happen with your trips, I recommend like planning locally, because um, I think um, yeah, that's the one thing I feel most secure about planning because I know my county's restrictions. I know the neighboring counties, like you know, because I live, um, you know, live in the Bay Area, but you know, also the Santa Cruz. Like I'm very familiar with that. Like I feel very comfortable booking that. Um, and also, like, and I also, there's no shame booking like, locally either. 
mean, no, I know absolutely not. Like to send them, yeah. she's like very like you know very I send them very attainable Utah going to Zion or Bryce Canyon, but like um this could be seen as a time just to kind of learn your backyard, and that's something I took away from like this past year. And Definitely, I, I yeah. I've been to so many cool places, um, and it's been was was so much fun, and I got to like study the I, I read the brochures, I got to know the land and the history, and it was such a cool. Mm-hmm made me appreciate where I live. So that's probably again other tip I would want to give you is that if you know look look where you live in your county or you know maybe like if you're a small state like on the state like um don't just try to aim like really big because that might just get you know everything that's gonna happen. So you know yeah. if you you know near nearby like you're probably more guaranteed to make it happen. Yeah and even in a big state like Oregon, I mean driving to eastern oregon you can drive six hours seven hours and you're still in the same state um but because we're the different areas are so far apart like the COVID restrictions might be different um that that's in one direction but living near portland right we also have we're very close to washington state Mm -hmm. so i mean is that considered local like we consider that local because it's within an hour um but it's yeah i i think keeping all of that in mind has has probably been like the the crux of planning for this year next year maybe yeah but it makes it more like doable i feel like um because you know we book spots nearby and it felt like it was way more accessible because everything was like you know an hour less than an hour away or hour and a half and we had a lot more fun so like um so I would definitely recommend that. And then also um again, you don't want when you're planning, you don't I you mentioned this before, you don't have to think about just camping or backpacking. Um you can do Airbnb too. You can do an Airbnb, especially if you're trying to feel out an aspect of traveling. We found have booking an Airbnb near a lot of trails um can make a trip so much more like it just removes a lot of the overhead. You still need to plan the whole trip, but you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, is is there going to be showers in the campsite? Um, is there going to be bears in the campsite? Yeah. <laughs> um, what is the fire situation where I'm yeah. going? Um, a lot of that extra stuff you have to worry about just kind of yeah. goes away. Um, yeah. Or okay, even just, oh, sorry. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say even, uh, I mean, for us, our recent um kind of airbnb in the mountains trip was more about figuring out how traveling with our dog works with our new dog so um that's another aspect because camping with dogs brings a whole other level of things you have to be aware of um so there there are a lot of options um but I, i think the staying local and you know taking it slowly is a great way to kind of get into um hiking trips and we were still out there for a few days um but it was also sometimes just nice to get back take a hot shower yeah cook a nice meal in front of a fireplace right um and that's that's just as outdoorsy as camping backpacking for a whole week so um yes. Exactly. You know, you're just redefining like what your sense of outdoorsy is and whatever that looks like to you. So I think it's awesome. And I love how you said that um, 
that by doing the Airbnb, it made you not think about the wildlife because like I had my story recently, even that camping trip I booked in February, like I was reading the reviews that there was like aggressive raccoons. So I was like, <laughs> let me read that right. Aggressive raccoons that they can go through your bear boxes. Like, so there's like places that can like protect you from wildlife and they still break through. I'm like, do I really want to do this? Like, do I really yeah. want to be here? And like, <laughs> but, but I know that's something like, you know, reading reviews, like re- doing your research, you read that. So you'd be like, maybe I'll book the Airbnb instead. Maybe camping is not that option. Sometimes that would happen. Um, yeah. And I just Googled that and I, I just Googled the campsites and there was like multiple different campsites. I was trying to figure out which is the best one. Both of them are rated by raccoons. I really guess about them. So it's just like, it's like, it should be like a. <laughs> And 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 the wildlife can be really like aggressive. Like I've had my encounters before, but it just depends. Like what he what oh, is really? your this trip, Oof. and um, <laughs> and maybe something like some hole want to get into it. Then yeah, Airbnb is fine. Just kind of get your you know your your toes wet in the water, and and or even if your experience doesn't matter, it's just nice to yeah. have a flower and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean part of it too, especially now that we're heading into fall winter in the more northern latitudes, <laughs> um, having a, a roof over, like a proper roof over your head when you're traveling can be really nice too. Um, especially if you get cold outside and you want to have a place where you can warm up and all that um, and not worry about, can I light a fire because it's too wet outside? Um, yeah, that's true. That's another thing. Yeah, so um, yeah. Another thing too is in California, there's so many fire like restrictions that um, I never like experienced this because I never camped so much. But a lot of times you can't even have fires; like, all you have is a stovetop fire. So you wouldn't know that, and unless you did your research. And I even like so it's like it's crazy because you can't even do a campfire; you have to have yeah. a stove. And it's like so it's kind of bad. It's kind of nice to be at like a place in Airbnb and have all those luxuries. <laughs> that was honestly like. <laughs> Like our first, our very first camping trip slash backpacking trip slash hiking trip, it was all in one. Um, that was like exactly what, one of the things that we did wrong. We didn't have a stove. We're like, oh, we can, we can probably buy like charcoal somewhere on the way and <laughs> do something in the firing. And then there wasn't a firing in the campsite <laughs> and we had to eat our food cold. Um, it was fine. We still had food, right? But <laughs> Um, it's funny. And it was in California, so yeah, that just funny. reminded me of that. Um, <laughs> Not surprises in California. <laughs> yeah, California <laughs> restrictions. There's so many restrictions over there. Just um, that if you ever enter this area, you have to do your research. Like, yeah, it would surprise that. Push, and then also if anyone's listening, that um, but particularly if you're getting to like start um, getting outside like that, like for like, camping. Um, or even hiking, um, I would like really research the state parks. A lot of times they're, um, I want to say this really nicely, but like they're not as, you know, properly funded. So a lot of times they're like, you know, campsites, like bare bones campsites, um, you know, raccoons and stuff like that. Um, nothing special. There's, um, so just like, if you really want like a, I guess a more, you know, ideal situation, you know, just like you keep an eye out for it. Do you research and maybe like, um, keep an eye up for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's really a, a whole spectrum of mm-hmm. campsites, right? Like, 
-hmm. there's campsites that are for that have great rv hookups and yeah. they'll actually you know let you charge your phone which is something oh, yeah. we discovered last year <laughs> or like you're saying you can have the more primitive campsites which yeah, don't exactly. have any kind of electricity or water yeah. um there i learned about yurts a few years ago which yeah. i didn't know what that was <laughs> which is sort of like a little hut um if you don't know what that is and so that's like a nice kind of middle ground between a tent and an actual cabin. Um, a lot of state parks in Oregon have yurts. Um, You're lucky. I think they, yeah, I think they even yeah. have bunk beds, which is a lot. That, that's like very high luxury for me. <laughs> um, Everything here but, is like primitive for campsites in, in California state parks. I never like it's just yeah, bare bones. Nothing special about it. Like I haven't seen any hookups. Maybe like Big Sur down there, but. No, I haven't seen any, but it's actually not so bad though. Um, even though I've been talking kind of smack about the parks, it's the, the um, state parks in California. But the cool thing about it is that you actually meet really amazing people who just love to camp and just love to be because they don't care about the RV hookups. So like, even though like that, like I always end up meeting the most genuine people out there. So that's one benefit of doing going that route. Yeah, I don't try to think. We don't. I mean, we kind of keep to ourselves, to be honest, <laughs> um, a lot of the time. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, but whenever we have interacted with other people, they've usually been just very helpful trying mm -hmm. to help us light a fire. <laughs> um, I, I can think of several instances where we were struggling. And this was a few years ago. Um, mm -hmm. We were camping with friends. Um, and the campsite neighbor was like, you guys are struggling to light your fire. Have this like fire starter thingy that I make. And ever since like we've been able to follow their lead and see that. But um, should we um, kind of start wrapping up? Yeah, yeah, wrapping up. So like, um, so thank you for all who's here. And um, what we wanted to recap what we talked over. So the biggest things for the recap is one if you have a date in mind if you're just thinking about planning like put a date on it at least do one or two trips um and start looking at the permit dates now because a lot of times you can you can book things out as far as six months in advance so today's december 10th that means you can book for um june, june yeah. 10th. so look out for that it's really important um and then you want to go second takeaway or yeah sure i mean actually i wanted to add something to your first it's awesome mm -hmm. <laughs> is um, not just look at the permit dates, but also look at school holidays, mm -hmm. federal holidays, uh, U.S. holidays, because um, those will, despite COVID, I think they're still the most popular travel times. Yeah. Um, so if you have flexibility in your work schedule or your um, school schedule, whatever um, is going on, um, you know, trying to think about going during off-peak times mm -hmm. might yes. uh, help you stay safe, might increase your uh, probability of finding a spot, yep. um, stuff like that, and, mm -hmm. and or have that as a backup plan. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, but essentially, I, I, I'm good segue into the, the yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. second main takeaway we wanted to um, really emphasize today, which is have backup plans. Mm -hmm. um, your plan B might not work after your plan A fails. Your plan C might not work, right? So, um, and just keep your options open. It's, everyone's in the same boat, right? Of trying to figure out how to stay safe, 
um, how to have a good time, find a beautiful place to go. But there's so many local places you can go that if you say local, it's a lot easier to switch plans on a short notice. Um, exactly. Exactly. And I agree with you. Um, yeah. So stay local if you can. It's not like, that's a more easier with the restrictions too. So you feel more confident, more accountable to do it. And that's what we did. And being able to do every, almost every single camping trip because we booked something within like you know, within an hour to hour and a half away. And it was actually a lot of fun. We just did one nighter. So we do like a whole week. You can just do yeah. one night. And that's what we did for the one in um the, the East Bay. But just one night, simple, just get 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 a little like our feelers out so you can get we can feel like we're sleeping outside for a day. Now you can yeah, you can one one day, one night it's okay. And then um also takeaways too another takeaway, a third one is um, you know, do your research. It's really important. Cross check your information. Just don't rely on the app. Yeah. You know, rely. Verify it with us with the website. There's different county restrictions. Could be different region like restrictions. Um, it's just like there's so much going on. So always verifying things are always changing. Even like the hours are uh, changing. And I was gonna like um, post up like a COVID proof like checklist. Just so you can just. That'd be nice. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna post it up soon. So please check on that. So no matter what, you can always like just follow this to make sure you you know you kind of know what's going on. But everything's changing. The park, I mean, depending on the agency too, the park agency. Just do your research and even yeah. the day before. And honestly, navigating park agencies, you know, what is a state park? What is a national forest in a state? You know, what is a national park? What is a local park? Um, can be pretty. It takes like it took me a while to be able to understand what is where um and what options exist everywhere so um i think part of what can seem overwhelming if you're just kind of browsing is that there are so many options yeah. um yeah, so so many options there's so many things you can yeah. do so the, 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 even though it might seem things the limited the sky's the limit yeah so yeah. should we open it up for questions yeah. at this point? If anyone have any questions? I can't see comments. If people have been commenting and trying to ask me something, I'm super sorry. Because yes. <laughs> I, I can't, it's not showing up for me today. Yeah, um, um, I, I can't see any, any questions. If anyone have any questions, please ask. I just see people that joined. I haven't seen any questions. Um, there might also be like a little question box um, to, mm -hmm pop a question up on your end yes let me see or if not just in the comments no um nope i haven't seen any questions so you have no questions um well if you um have any questions you know please feel free to comment yeah you can always comment. send us a dm mm -hmm. for any question and because this is the first the first time you know you can ask us more about our background mm -hmm. uh what gear we use how we more about how we got started um that you know have hiking as women right that's yeah. kind of what we're here to talk about too so exactly exactly um please fire away yeah well, well thank you so much for everyone who joined us today we hope you have some takeaways here and feel a little bit more you know a little bit more prepared for next year and even if they kind of like somewhat some like some sort of confidence which is i hope you have some like at least Gain some, you know, and for me, it's like I have, like I said, one, I have one trip booked and I have one that I'm going to plan for backpacking that I have to get on top of that in a few days. So, like, that's all I have. I'm still keeping the rest in my back pocket because everything else, um, 
it's not anything immediate to book except for that Yosemite trip. Like I have to be on top of that. Like yeah. the 14th. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Question. Okay. What's the biggest lesson you learned from spending time in the outdoors? Ooh, do you want to go first or should I? Yes. Um, the biggest, uh, the biggest lesson, well, the biggest lesson that I learned, um, is with, with hiking is that like a slowing down in life because I was always, um, you know, I, I thought I spent time at dive, but I was like running. Um, but I felt like I was just kind of chasing something or trying to run away from something. And then when I actually like spent quality time outside, like I felt like a new person. Like I felt like there was a new aspect of this I never learned about. And I felt like inner peace. And I felt like also a life lesson of just like slowing down in general with life. Because I feel like I'm always on the go. Like, as you can tell, I'm like, talking. Like, now I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it allows me yeah. to never slow down, be like reflect on everything, like being like reflect on everything that um the week, the month, it makes me like account my grat I, I have a gratitude list, I think about everything I'm thankful for. But like so the biggest lesson I learned from not spending time outside is allowing me to like to to slow down, slowing down, um, appreciating that doors um and everything around me. So maybe still be with gratitude. So I couldn't be more thankful than that. Yeah, I, I can totally relate to that, um, the slowing down aspect. I mean, it is why I make it a point to spend time outside. And even even now that it's raining, um, sometimes walking in the rain can be so incredibly mm -hmm. relaxing. Um, the, biggest, the biggest lesson I've learned from spending time outside has probably been um, just an appreciation and respect for the beauty of this planet. And this sounds very philosophical and cheesy, but I, I really do feel that way. Um, it's humbling. I, I think that's really just what it is. I so many times just stop to look at trees, you know, mm -hmm. the ground, the sky, the waterfall, the river. Um, and it, it, it humbles me. I think that's that's one of the things that that I've taken away from um, being out in nature. Uh, nature is so resilient, and um, it, it it inspires me. It, it humbles. So I, I think that's that's one of the biggest things. Um, and it's nice to take that back into your real life um, or your work life. It's all your real life. Yeah. Um, and and to like, approach life with that kind of mindset of oh I'm part of this bigger thing it's yeah. not always just about me exactly. um, and like you're saying also having this gratitude having the gratitude uh, for being able to experience these things um, mm -hmm. it's been just a fulfilling I think part of that too is that um, I feel like sometimes I feel it more than others and I'm sure with your gratitude for the for nature is because we both aren't from where we live like texas is full of like it's such a concrete jungle we have our city parks but like it's why I'm, when i'm always out there i'm always amazed and just like i'm in love like i can hug a red redwood tree a million times i never like i never have this it's like can i hug you forever you're always here but like and that's something that i've yeah. always, always um i've always had and i just can't stop like being full with filled with gratitude when i'm out there yeah yeah, I guess another thing, it's less of a lesson and more just a realization I've had. Yeah. Um, 
and we can move on to other questions too yeah. if you have yeah. others oh yeah so um, answer questions please ask away but um a realization i've had is just it, it's helped me reflect upon why i enjoy nature so much and i do think some of it is uh just what i've learned from my family so on my mom's side my grandpa and my mom were both are were both um very avid gardeners mm. um and they talk to their plants and they give their plants names mm. and all these kinds of things um which to me i think planted this seed that you know nature is more than just the green stuff that's out there mm -hmm. um it's life as well um and so it, to me the realization i've had in part is like it connects me to to my family and, and oh, my background and stuff like that too so um yeah but well thanks for everyone who joined please feel free free to reach out if you have any questions we're always here to help out yeah and mm -hmm. we're hoping to be back next week yeah but if you have any topic suggestions let us know and um a last thing i always love to say i did it with we were doing like our our blog series with pct is um always fasting and never forget leave the choice behind and leave it better than you found it yep <laughs> that's a good thing to say yes it's really important i always end that with every single video when i was blogging on the pct nice <laughs> but yes there are never like so we'll see you next week i leave the choice behind and leave it better than you found it do that again <laughs> yep <laughs> all right um i guess i'll talk to you soon yeah, um yeah. and thank you for joining this has been yeah, this has been really fun bye bye